Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Show. Thanks for spending some time with me. My name is John, and as always, I am grateful, I am thankful, I am honored to be able to walk alongside of you. And whether you are listening to this show, watching it on YouTube, either way, I'm just, as always, I'm just grateful and look forward to this time to spend with you this week. I don't know what's happening in your life. I don't know what's happening in your part of the world. But for us at Kavanaugh, there's a lot that's going on. And some good, sometimes it's hard. Even personal things that we have to work through. We all have those. Ministry doesn't happen in a vacuum. And when you have people involved, well, it can become hard sometimes. And yet, God is on his throne. So in the midst of uncertainty, in the midst of natural disasters, all sorts of stuff that's going on in the world, God is at work, and His Holy Spirit is at work. It's harder in some places. There are some countries that we run ads in and do work in that's not seeing tremendous fruit. And there's other places that are seeing breakthroughs take place. I would tell you, I'd always be careful of anybody that tells you that they've cracked the code, they've figured it out, that you can just run a few ads and then you're just going to have a massive revival or movement. We never know. But what I do know is that if we are faithful to lift up Jesus, well, we are then doing what he is asking us to do, to share, to give those opportunities for people to encounter Jesus to be able to read or hear or see the Word of God, to connect with people who can walk with them and help lead them to faith, a saving faith that only Jesus can provide. We've been running ads now as a coalition in one of the countries. We have three other ones getting ready, starting out in the one that we've been working in, over 23 different cities. We've now are over 47 face-to-face meetings in one month. And I praise God for that. I'm so grateful for the local people there, not just the workers, but the local people who are really spearheading this work. Everything is going through them. They have a seat at the table. They are directing things, and it's just a lot of fun. Yet some of them are already facing some physical issues. It's just one of these realities of the spiritual war that we're in, that sometimes there are physical consequences to it as well. So if you are new to the show or it's been a few episodes since you've listened to it, this effort that we're doing, this broad coalition is growing. It's going to be actually beyond the 12 countries, I believe, when it's all said and done, because what we're finding is that there are diaspora groups or language groups that are outside even of 
locations. And so for the sake of clarity, we are using a, a strategy where we have one account that has been verified. We have, let's see here, one, two, three, four different phones sitting right here beside me. And, but all of these different accounts are done so that what we do is seen as legitimate, because it is, but it removes those barriers. It protects our workers, our locals on the ground, bank accounts, everything is being set up so that field teams can do the follow-up and so that locals can do the online and offline responding work for them. And it's growing and it's exciting. So 47 people in this one country just in the last month in other places we're going to be dividing up the work but because of focus, religious focus there. So even though it's one country, it's going to end up becoming two different ones. And we have at least two or three other locations that we are now starting to work in through word of mouth, building these coalitions. And so the strategy is from one that one type of an account for the benefit of many. But even that can be a little bit confusing. So we're just calling this DJI Kind of sounds like the drone, but that is the company name that we have registered, Discover Jesus. And so this Discover Jesus initiative, this DJI, is one where it will maybe have different names depending upon what country we're doing it in. But the key thing there is that we're seeing orgs work together, mission groups and organizations work together. Maybe some that have been either accused or maybe rightly so haven't always wanted to work with other people. All I can say is I'm seeing a generous spirit, a loving and kind and gracious and humble spirit by these different organizations and teams as everyone just decides what can they do, how can they put their hand together for the plow. And the beauty of this that I love is that this is what my in my mind what partnership looks like see partnership isn't something where it's just transactional nor is it something where it's just simply oh what can i get out of it i've been in those uh, partnerships before where people are happy to partner with me as long as i'm adding value to them and so the mindset is what can that other person do for me but in this instance what I really desire is to continue to think about how can we be a blessing to these other groups, mission teams, churches that are being involved with it. So it's not tied to just, just one strategy. You don't have to just be doing DMM or CPM or something else. If you are there and are faithful to follow up on people, we'd love to partner with you. And so I'm thankful for that in spite of the challenges that some of the members and teams are having, technical challenges that come across sometimes, discouragement that happens, the amount of negative things that can happen, comments even from people, the abuse that the responders sometimes take. In spite of all of that, people are being saved. And I believe God is pleased when his children work together for that. So 
Just a little update for you, DJI, the project formerly known as One Too Many, it's not just a coalition. This is an initiative. There's not a stop date to this. This is not a temporary thing. Lord willing, we hope to see this be just a way of doing ministry as we move forward. And we're not asking anybody to stop doing their own works. So if they have pages or works that they're doing, fantastic. But a broader countrywide generalized focus on prayer, Bible, and testimonies. Bible being video, written, digital, whatever. Those three things are what we're doing. And then with teams that have pages that are continuing to do their own work, they can cross-post our stuff. They can keep doing the focus that they're doing. We're not trying to tell anybody to stop. We're just trying to unite a broad effort to see how we might bring glory to God. So be praying about that. If you're interested, if you're wanting to see if your country is one of those that we're working in, feel free to reach out to me. All right, reach out, send us an email. Uh, the, our contact us on our website was being spammed a little bit. And so right now that's turned off, but uh, you can reach out Twitter. I'm on there, just John Rawls. Feel free, just reach out to me. You can send me a private message. I'd love to talk to you about it. All right, we're in the second part of a training where I want to get into today about creating Facebook, Instagram ads. And these are new. 2023, what are we seeing? How do we do it? I think it's good to every once in a while come back and just look at how to do that. So we're going to dive into the training and I want to walk you through the process that we use to create an ad. All right, so. When you're trying to create now the Facebook or Instagram ad, the previous show, the previous video, I looked at and showed you the different objectives and how those have been simplified. Well, now we're going to dive in and go ahead and create an ad. So you have picked your objective, and let's say your objective is engagement. And under engagement, messaging is one of them. So there are some teams that we work with. All right. So we're about 53 teams. We're actively serving. We're hoping and thinking. We're planning um, what we believe is going to be even over 100 by the end of this year. And so this is the process that we use when we work with teams. Some of them in the locations where they're at can just run this type of an ad, an engagement to messaging ad. Others are running traffic or leads or reach, awareness. So it depends on the location. This is why there's not one size fits all. The strategy isn't what's the simplest thing to do. It's the smart thing, the spiritual, strategically spiritual work for your location. And everyone changes. In fact, sometimes it varies city by city. So some cities are responsive to the gospel and others might not be when you're talking about a country. So regardless of location and such, which one of those objectives, what I want to show you is pretty much true on any one of those. Except when you start talking about a messaging ad, there's one extra step that I want to show you today to make sure you don't make this mistake. And so that's the example that we're going to use to show you how to do that. So you would go in your ads manager. Once you have chosen, you've hit in the green create button. So we're going to come in here and we're going to hit create. 
All right, great. Now, this is where the objectives come into it. So we're going to say the engagement objective. And if you notice, it says what it's good for over there on the right. So we're going to click on engagement. And then you can name your campaign down here if you want. Same thing for your ad set or ad sets or ads if you're running multiple ones. I do want to tell you, be careful. You could way overdo this and end up not learning. So sometimes doing a lot of ads or a lot of ad sets isn't the answer. It really depends a lot on the ads and your budget, how much you have to spend. So I'm not going to name it here. Uh, actually, I name it in the next step. So I would hit the blue continue button. So if you're listening to this podcast, you can always go to our Kavanaugh Media website and there will be a link under podcast to this video training or our YouTube channel but you're going to choose your objective and then hit the blue continue button and when you do that it's going to bring up your new campaign and here is where we tend to name the campaigns the A-B test and all of that. I'm going to jump into this and just show you a little bit that when we're naming a campaign so if we're only doing an ad set and ad Sometimes some of our digital marketers, when they're developing the ads, will name them all or they'll just use the same name. But we always want to put a campaign name on it. And the reason why is that you would think, well, I will remember this, but you don't. Not after doing it for two years or three years. And you can search and filter better by a campaign name. So I do not recommend that you use some sort of secret coding or something else that isn't obvious to you and any of your people when you look at it. So it's good to have some sort of structure. Pick one that makes sense for you. Nobody outside of those who have access to your account here will even understand it. What we tend to do is a few things. We're going to put, let's say the objective is prayer, and then we're going to use like a Lumo clip. And we're doing it where right now it's February of 2023. Those are the core parts that we tend to do. All right. The other part that we might put on here sometime is the objective. So prayer, messaging, Lumo clip. If there was a scripture or whatever, we might put that on there. And then we always put the start date of it as well so that we can come back and look for any campaigns that were about prayer, any ones that use Lumo or Jesus Film or Global Gospel or any other kinds of video out there, testimony ones, whatever it might be. The objective, putting it right there helps, and the date helps as well. Now, as you go through this screen, it's going to ask you if you have any special ad categories. These are like political ads or anything like that. Well, if you don't, employment, housing, social issues, just leave it as no categories declared. And then if you're going to do an A-B test, you would click the A-B test button, but you're going to go through this whole process and then is when you go back in and create the next one. All right. And you'll follow the exact same thing, but you'll just change whatever your A-B test variable is. We'll try to create a video training just about that here in the future. Finally, on this screen is the advanced Advantage Campaign Budget. I'll be honest with you. We just don't use it. 
we did test it. I didn't like the results. And it can't understand hot, warm, cold audiences if you're running multiple types of ad sets. It's going to take the one that's responding best, which should be a medium to hot type of, of retargeting audience, and shift your budget there. So we tend to not use it. If you do, though, no problem. Great. If you start finding that it really helps you, reach out. Tell me how you're doing it. I'd love to learn from you on it. So then you've picked this. You're going to hit the blue button, the blue next button, and that's going to bring you up to a page that is going to ask you, where is the conversion location? In other words, you're trying to drive traffic here, engagement, but where? Is it a messaging app on your ad? Maybe it's a website, the app. Maybe you have a Bible app. In the one country we're doing work in, we're seeing a lot of people respond through the Bible app there. Fantastic. Maybe it's your Facebook page itself that you want to drive traffic or engagement with. For us, on this example, messaging apps and then the ad type is click to message or you could do sponsored message for existing connections that you already have. This is for retargeting after you have found yourself outside of the 24-hour window of time frame to respond back to people. All right? But we're just going to do click the message. We're trying to find new people on this ad. You will then pick which page you're going to be advertising from. And I've already pre-selected our Kavanaugh one here. I did not want to have to show you. We have about 350 some different pages and uh, didn't want to have to blur that out. So we're just going to pick ours right here, our Kavanaugh page for this ad example. And then it's going to ask you which messaging apps, Messenger, Instagram. You can even tie in WhatsApp depending upon how you have it. Now for us to do that, there are some things that you would have to do to go into it. There is different types of WhatsApp accounts. We're going to do a video training on that, but for this example, we're not going to include it on it. All right. Now, it's going to come through here and there are a few other things on this first screen for your ad set that's going to ask for. Performance goal, well, it's already pre-selected. We want the maximum number of conversions. That's what we're looking for. You can also set up a bid control. And we have never done this, to be honest with you. We just leave it up to the algorithm and we set our budget down here. We don't do a bid control up at this point, which is a completely optional thing, but it's just something where you can go through it and choose how and, and then Meta will really spend your ads the way you want. If you click, you can also see here where it will ask you, when are you getting charged, impression, delivery type, standard, depending upon your objective. Sometimes you're going to have other options here. Like you can expedite. Instead of spreading it out over day, you can go as fast as possible to spend your $20 or whatever it might be. But this one on this, this ad here, everything is just standard impressions. And then we go down to budget and schedule. This is where you're going to set either a daily or a lifetime budget. Daily budget has how much you want to spend each day. Lifetime is how much you want to spend total for an ad. Now, when you're doing this, one thing to be aware of 
is as you create this ad, don't increase your ad spend by more than 10 to 15% every three or four days because it's, it's like adding extra fuel to the engine and it can mess up the algorithm. So set your budget. If you don't know, figure out your monthly budget and divide it by 30 or 31. That will be your daily budget. For us at Kavanaugh, we do not tend to run in-date campaigns. So we do not do lifetime budget and then put an end date, right? And the reason for that is we tend to use a frequency model, not a timed-based model. In fact, even with frequency, there is some real recent research that's showing high-frequency ads are actually not a detriment so there's some really interesting research that's out there. I'll probably make that a show episode here in the next few weeks as well. It's been really fascinating researching this. The one reason why you might do a lifetime budget is if you want to do running ads only on certain times and days. And you can only do that if you're running a lifetime budget. So if you don't want to run ads on the weekend or you don't want to run ads from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., which is something that we just did in one country, you've got to set it up as a lifetime budget. Right? In the absence of that, just go daily, set your start date. You do not have to put an end date on it, and then you just check your frequency in Ads Manager. Before I go any further down here to the audience, one thing to, to look at over here too is on the right of the screen, when you're looking at it, you may see a box that says, you may receive no clicks. This is just Facebook's algorithm trying to guess based upon past performance. But if you're new to this or have not been doing this objective or your ads are new or your audience, your city, your location is new, it doesn't know. So don't worry about that if it says zero. Do look at audience definition. Don't worry as much about the estimated audience size. Make sure that you're in the green, that your audience is not too specific so that it wouldn't run. But underneath it is estimated daily results. And it just doesn't seem to ever be what our results look like. So I don't even look at that. Yours could say like here, four to 12 conversions. But I can run this ad in a certain country and might get a hundred messages or a thousand messages or no messages. So I don't worry about estimates or guesses, but I do make sure that my audience definition is in the green. And then I look at the audience size and I base it upon how much money are we spending. Depending on your objective, it will determine how much of that audience size you will actually hit and how much your budget is will determine that as well. If I'm spending $20 a day and I'm trying to reach 220 million people, it will never happen. All right, so it's just, we, we've got to be realistic on this. We're, it's a competition. We're bidding. It's We're not doing it, but the algorithm is looking at it. So the more you spend, the more people will see your ad, the, the broader the reach. But even so, your objective determines a lot, which is why sometimes you may want to run the same ad with a different objective, and you'll notice you're actually hitting different people. All right, we're going to keep going down here to the audience part. When you're going through your audience, you can have custom audiences. We will do a video training coming up on that. 
you can have a saved audience here, or you can come on down and when you put your mouse over these different options, now you can edit them. So this one's set up for all of the United States, but let me click on it really fast and say, I'm going to get rid of the United States, and I'm going to say only, let's see, maybe one place. So there's Tennessee, United States. So now all of a sudden, I instead of all of the country here in the United States, it's only one city. And then what I want you to see is you can include and exclude. So what if I wanted everybody in Tennessee, but I wanted to exclude Nashville. Let me type it in right there. Nashville, Tennessee. Well, there you go. See how I put a circle around it? So now, and I can adjust how big of a circle. So I can go down to 10 miles and say, I want everybody in Tennessee, with the exception of the people in this 10-mile circle. And I can also drop a pin. I can come over here. And when I drop a pin on something, I can even get even tighter. I'm going to drop a pin right over here on Knoxville. And on that one, I can get all the way down to one mile. Think about this. You can really get granular in your ads as to where they show. And notice this. It's saying people living in or recently in. If you're just trying to reach people that live in it, click down here. People living in this location. You can also pick people who are traveling in this location or recently in it. But this now has made my audience size only 4.1 million. And I've got the state of Tennessee with the exclusion of a one mile circle over here and a 10 mile circle in Nashville. You can choose ages. You can choose only for men or for women. Might be a good A-B test that you could do. Here is where you get down to the interest targeting. And a lot of it has changed now in the last couple of years. Used to be we would type Jesus or Bible. Now, I don't worry about it. I go still pretty broad unless there's a reason to bring something into it. I might change languages, but what I basically do is let the ad itself be a filter, and then the algorithm is going to find those people who are most interested. So I give the ad long enough, enough frequency, enough time to be able to do it. Finally, we do use this as Advantage Plus placements. When we're going through it, we find that that helps as we're going through. It's just trying to get it in front of more people, more placements, other kinds of things. So that's all part of this. Once we're done, we have now chosen our budget, our location, all of these things. We would click on the blue button to go to the final page. Here is where you make the actual ad. You're going to put a picture or a video on it, and you're going to put some sort of text. So I'm going to find some picture or something here. We'll put this logo on it. I'm going to add this into it. I'm going to tell you this is just standard enhancements. We can make it look prettier or do whatever, but we're just going to keep it like that. Brightness, music on. There's lots of things you can do here, all right? But you've uploaded your picture. Now, I'm going to come in here, and I'm going to put in the primary text. So, we would love to talk with you about Jesus. Now, I'm not saying this is a good ad or one we would do. Click message to chat with us. All right, so just some sort of primary text that you're going to put there. You can see that showing up up above. Check it that it doesn't cut off in the wrong place. So if you use too much text here, 
it's going to edit. It's going to bring those three dots in and cut it off. And so I would encourage you, watch where that break is. And then the headline, chat with us. Well, that's fine. I'll leave it like that. Don't make your headline way too long. The call to action then is send message. There's many other ones you, you could use depending upon what your ad objective, but for this one, it makes sense. Send message. Then this is the part that I want you to see. This is this message template, and we're going to create a new one because what you can see here is it's asking a bunch of questions in English. And so if you've ever ran an ad and people are, are responding back saying, can you tell me more about your business or tell me more about this ad and it's in English, this is why. So I'm going to click edit. And this is where you can type whatever language. You can even insert an emoji in there. All right. Lots of really cool things. You can insert their names. All right. Hi, first name can come right in there. You see how we could do that? So there's lots of things. Hi. Uh, and then I'll put that this part. So it just says, hi, John, how can we help you today? Now there's a reason to answer. Great. So there it is showing up. Well, you see what it's doing down here. I'm going to turn off our phone number and I'm going to actually turn off these frequently asked questions. Now, if you want to put something like, how can I get a Bible? How can I know Jesus? Something like that. Great if you want to. But I'm just going to come through here and I'm going to get rid of those. So I don't want to do that. I just want to ask them a question here or use a specific type of FAQ in it. Once I've done it, then I would save this template, all right, and then hit save and finish. So if you are finding that your ads are doing weird, th weird things, that's probably why, is that message template. Make sure you go through there and you think about how you want to first respond to people. You can kind of create a chat bot here. It's pretty interesting as you're doing it. Finally, you'll set up, make sure the tracking is correct, and you're going to hit this green publish button that is in the bottom right of your screen. You can get an advanced preview. You can share it with other people. You can see what it looks like on desktop and mobile. All of these things are available and there as you're creating the ad. But once you've done that and everything is set up, you're going to hit that green publish button button. Now, obviously, I'm not going to do that for this, the world's worst ad ever. Once you have clicked that button, then it will take you back to your ad manager screen here, and then it will take it maybe a few seconds to upload and get ready. You can always hit the refresh button that's updated, right? It'll say updated just now or 10 minutes ago. You can click that, and then what you will see under campaign ad set and ad is this new ad and that it is in review. Once it's gone through review, could take up to 24 hours, could be fast. Once it's gone through review, then your ad will go live and start hopefully bringing people to Jesus. All right, we've covered a lot. So hopefully this helps you. You've seen a few of the changes that are happening out there, a little bit about our thinking as to what we think of when we are making ads. There's a lot more to it, and we're not trying to hold back. We'll keep sharing all of those things on this show and on this podcast. As always, though, if you do have questions, I would love to hear from you about just maybe 
something that you are really wanting to know about. And if we can, we would be happy to share that with you. As always, share this show with other people, would you? Please tell them about it. Please like it. Please subscribe. Help us grow this so that we can serve more and more of you. And as always, keep pressing forward. Don't give up. You're not alone. Our Father is on His throne, and He reigns. And it's such an honor to serve Him and to serve you together. So until next time, take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.